Welcome back to the world-famous GDP Go Deep the Podcast, where we share our opinions like we have a clue. You can find us on most forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Thank you again for your support, and remember, always go deep. Welcome back to the world-famous GDP Go Deep the Podcast. I'm John Nothing-Fucking-Doe, in case you forgot, but I highly doubt you have by this point, because we're 136 episodes deep. Sorry, I got to throw the clapping in there. It's, uh, it's a good day in uh, Go Deep Land. With that being said, before we get this segment started off, don't forget, uh, folks, just like MoFo has always told me, nobody likes their dirty bush. And even though he doesn't trim his, I trim mine. And I use this kit from smoothmyballs.com forward slash go deep. I use the code word go deep and I get 15% off, which means you can get 15% off. Why would you go to the store and pay for something that's not quite as good? And pay a lot less where you can hover this around your beanbag and not have to worry too much. Do the, do it for yourself. Test it out. Smooth my balls. And uh, also, teespring.com or the Spring Store, we have our gear. Buy one. If you like it, please. Hashtag Go Deep the Podcast. We'd love to see you wear it. We'd love to see that Go Deep pride, if you will. Moving on, on today's show, we have two special guests. This segment is a raw gas experience with none other than Motorsports Mofo. How are you, pal? I'm ready to get this train wreck started, John. <laughs> Not talking about your life. Moving on. <laughs> also, we have Patrick from Florida. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. So some stuff has been going down in Florida before we get this uh, raw gas experience going on with this uh, condo. Is everybody okay? Yeah, uh, there's uh, unfortunately 18 uh, people didn't, didn't make it out of the the condo that collapsed but uh so far everyone else is okay um it just sucks on the circumstances that the board didn't have reserve funds to do the repairs that we're told three years ago to do now patrick how, how close are you to this condo have you had a chance to see it firsthand i mean john and i've just seen it on the news but it looked pretty horrific uh i'm about 10 15 minutes away in south okay. beach okay okay that's a that's a expensive condo isn't uh isn't that uh Antivirus owner McGaffey or whatever, whatever lived in that one or something. Yeah, so it, it, it's a sticky situation. Like, there's a cap fee, there's a cap that they can do every year, right? So yeah. they, once they hit that cap, they don't have to collect funds. So they they lower the the condo fees for the the residents, right? And that's okay. the way way it is. But um, if they didn't lower the fees, they would have had the money to yep. do, start the repairs, and they were going actually start the repairs following week as a collapse the week after it collapsed so Jeez. it's an unfortunate situation it is very unfortunate and our heart goes out to everybody that has lost a loved one out there we at go deep do not want to see anybody go on unnatural circumstances of course no absolutely not and hearts and uh, thoughts are certainly with the families and uh as well as up here in Canada, you know, we're dealing with our own things with the residential schools. So hearts and uh, thoughts are with those families as well uh, for anyone in Canada. I know we don't often get into the politics ever, nope. but uh, we are we are aware of this here at Go Deep, the podcast. And uh, it's something that uh, we certainly, uh, you know, it is in our, our heart. Uh, we think of everyone that uh, was affected by that. Certainly not right. Definitely doesn't make us feel good. But Mofo, want to get you started here on the NHRA. What can you yeah, tell us? Yeah, so folks, 
busy weekend. We had a busy weekend there last week, and that was pretty crazy. I'm sure everyone was tuned uh, tuned into their local uh, TV station watching. We had the NHRA, we had the SRX, and we had NASCAR. And we we're going to start off with National Hot Rod Association. So very pleased to see Cruz Pedregon finally getting a win there in Funny Car. Well-deserved, uh, solid racing, and Cruz was able to uh, battle it out. I want to note there are a number of people uh, or broadcasters that were just mentioning about how many, you know, the, the temperatures, the air temperatures, and how much uh, guys were losing cylinders, going down a cylinder. It, it's just interesting, you know, with all the modern technology and everything we have, and we're still fighting the same thing that, you know, we've always fought when it comes to drag racing. It's just trying to get the car to the line. Uh, it just, it's, it, it's just interesting. But that being said, uh, great uh Great racing product. Steve Torrance taking there. The top fuel win was really cool. Uh, Erica Enders in Pro Stock. Uh, there was uh, a wreck there in Pro Stock. I think it was Motorcycle. I'm just trying to think of the young lady's name. I don't watch usually the motorcycle. I'm not a motorcycle guy, but I know she wrecked there after the line. But good to see her getting up. Uh, you always feel for these guys as someone that uh, I that does like bracket or just a weekend test and tunes with his buddies. I often feel for these guys when you see something go awry, because you always realize that how close that could be. You obviously at a slower pace, but uh, you know, it just always keeps things in perspective, but yeah, really, uh, really good racing. Great. Uh, you know, as always great product, Leah Pruitt uh, for Don Schumacher racing. Good to see them seemingly to make some gains. And uh, hopefully we're going to see them return to the wind circle uh, real, real soon. But, uh, yeah, really good stuff. I know that in the NHRA, we are going to be coming up, I believe it's uh, July 16th. No, July 17th. They're going to uh, Colorado, Denver. So they're going to be there for the Dodge SRT Mile High Nationals. And, uh, obviously, uh, with Dodge sponsoring, a lot of people are going to be watching to see what Leah Pruitt can uh, put together a big fan of hers hopefully uh good things will follow but we'll see we will see fingers crossed so folks well yeah fingers across i mean uh you know again there's a lot of good competition and the way that you know some of the teams seem to be having issues that we expected that would be all right um guys dropping a cylinder or two and all of a sudden the wind going to the other guy so it was it's good. It's just, you know, it's one of those things like it, it's hard to pick week in and week out who you think is going to be the one to watch. Right. But, um, definitely happy for Cruz Petrogon, uh, a long time racer, a lot of respect for him and, uh, good to see him finally able to uh, return that. I think it's been about, uh, two or three years now nice. since his last uh, win. So, uh, no, I have to look that up, but anyway, good to see that they got snap on back into the winner's circle. So with that, we are going to skip over to the SRX Superstar Racing Experience. Oh yeah. Now this one was good. So I mean, they're all good. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying, like, I really, I just want to headline off first with, I like the way the SRX has been changing up their announcers in the booth. And there's nothing wrong. I, I you know, I think Alan Bestwick does a great job, and he was back at it again. But this time they had uh, James Hinchcliffe, so a, a fellow Canadian, but uh, he he's also from Oakville, is it? James from Oakville? I want to say he's from Oakville. But Sounds Indy right. car driver, 
really uh, really knows knows his product, knows what he's announcing about, and by no means does that mean that any of the previous announcers did not know. I'm just saying it's nice when you get a race car driver in there as well as an analyst. I think they bring a lot to the table. So good on the SRX for getting James in there. That was really cool. Uh, we had two heats, as we always do. And, guys, already before the heat started, there was already the – the lighthearted trash talking, which was really good to see. But uh, Tony Stewart, I mean, who should be surprised? They're on Eldora, Tony's home uh, home backyard, if you will, as everyone knows or doesn't know. Tony owns Eldora, the dirt track. So Tony was able to take the uh, first uh, heat win, which is really good. Marco Andretti getting the second uh, heat win. And I just want to highlight these guys coming from IndyCar, how well they have seemed to adapt to running on dirt and what they have learned. Because, I mean, anyone that watched, you saw how well Paul Tracy was running this time by comparison to the, the first experience on dirt. So I think it really highlights that, you know, you can always adapt. These guys can certainly adapt. And as much as they might be a little bit of a fish out of water when it comes to racing on a new surface or a new sanctioning body, they will adapt, and I mean, Christ, it, did it not make for some very entertaining racing. A lot of torn up for uh, race cars towards the end. I know there that uh, there was, wait, like five or eight laps to go, something like that, and there was quite one hell of a wreck. And, uh, of course, you know, fan favorite Bill Elliott, uh, Bobby Labonte, these guys are caught up in it. It, uh, you know, th- that's racing, though, folks. And I, I just want to highlight, I know some of you all said, I was reading post-race comments and they said, oh, well, it's fixed. And, you know, that these, these fake cautions. Well, I mean, I think if that's subjective, I think we've all in racing have seen a caution come out for a water bottle or something stupid, as I'm sure Patrick would tend to agree. But I, I do think that uh, the SRX is doing the best that they can. And some of these cautions were certainly warranted. But uh, to see Bill Elliott again caught up, I, I'm just, I'm really hoping for Bill can come out and really showcase what he has to offer. Popo. Yeah. What happened to Deegan? What, isn't this, is, is this like a every week thing or, um, because yeah, so, you know, I'm so new Hale, to this. Haley is not competing every week. So every week, essentially, they're going to have like a couple of different, what I'll call ringers. Right, like a, so much like say in NASCAR, they'll have like a couple of road course ringers. Well, in this case, like they'll have like uh, they have the uh, a local uh, to that track. They'll they'll have him like if he or she has been like a local competitor and is very competitive at that track, then they will bring them in, and then they will have a couple of different like other ringer drivers. Haley Deegan being one of them in this case. Okay. Um, so she is not racing in every specific one. Um, but she, she is in a couple, which is pretty cool to see. So Haley is still around. She's still running in the uh, NASCAR truck series, camping World truck series. And, uh, you still will see her. It's just, she's depending on her truck series schedule to when the SRX guys are running and what state they're running in that will, uh, also, uh, affect things a little bit. Right. Okay. Okay. But no, Haley's still around, still running in the truck series guys. She is still very much there. And uh, don't uh, don't think that for one minute she's gone. That is going to be a bright uh, star God. for sure. Well, certainly, uh, yeah, certainly <laughs> will be one to watch. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So 
I uh, just want to say again, Paul Tracy there, uh, this man, you know, uh, a lot of guys are saying they did not want to see Paul Tracy in their mirror. And uh, I just want to note that Paul was certainly, he, he was a lot more polished this time out, you know, so I think he's going to be one to watch. And I think he's really started to find the balance of the car. How did he make it turn the way he wants? Again, you got to remember uh, 31 career wins in IndyCar. You know, he, he was used to road courses and totally different balance and, and power band, you know, with it, the way the, the torque curve and everything like that in an Indy car than these SRX cars. So Paul's really finding his way. And hopefully, uh, you know, we'd love to see Paul in the victory lane there. I'll oh, yeah. taking one home for Canada. But uh, the, the ultimate win went to Tony Stewart for the end of the night. And like I say, one hell of a race. I know for myself, the last three, four laps, I was just screaming like, it, it was one hell of a race. So shouts out to uh, Tony Stewart. Uh, the haters will hate, you know, the, the people that support Tony as, as I do, uh, will definitely, you know, they understand the costumes had to come out when they had to come out is what it is. Tony still had to race for it. I did have to note though, that I liked his little interview. So the, the announcers called down and they were interviewing him, talking away to, to him while he was racing. And they just, uh, it's just Tony was sitting there having a cup of coffee talking, but he's racing. It was fantastic. And I liked how he said that he was just about to, what was it like? Give a little lesson or a little education here. And he called it. He's like, watch, okay, just get ready to watch this little lesson here. And boom, he takes Marco Andretti on the bottom. No shit. Really, uh, really, really, just really fun to watch and, and showed, you know, how skilled this driver is to be able to do that. So really good. Really enjoyed it. Again, if you guys have not tuned in to the SRX series, make sure you tune in. You're missing out if you haven't. Definitely. Uh, this weekend, uh, July 3rd, they will be at Lucas Oil Raceway, right? So a yep. lot of fun. Uh, again, this one's going to be a paved track, so we will see. And it should uh, certainly that uh, one does not want to miss. So make sure that you check that on out. And with that, we are going to uh, skip over to NASCAR. Woo! And so, guys, in the NASCAR world, lots going on. Uh, we've had Patrick. I know uh, you've been one of my number one uh, people that messages me there away and, and always a question, a comment, more so comments. And uh, I know you and I go back and forth. So we're going to have you join in here for this one. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm not sure. I'll start off with the truck series. Anyone that uh, missed out, we were in Pocono last weekend. Shout out to John Hunter Nemechek. He took the truck race. He uh, had to uh, just pull it away from Kyle Busch there, who finished second. And I know they were going back and forth pretty uh, pretty good there. He must have had a dirty bush. Didn't get our smooth, <laughs> smooth my balls kit, and that's why he only made second. Well, use that no code one, word no, there, no bud. No one likes a dirty bush, and that's why you got to go to smoothmyballs.com <laughs> and uh, take care of that, right? Bingo. But, uh, yeah, John Hunter Nemechek stole the win there. That was really good. And I say stole. He was a well-deserved win. Good on him, and we are uh, proud to see that uh, running for Kyle Busch Motorsports. And Patrick, so curious, your thoughts. Pocono Cup Series, what do you think? Uh, great racing um, on Saturday. Um, a lot of action, everyone trying to thread the needle there. Sometimes, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. Um, just unfortunate for Larson going into turn three and 
having its tire, the front left go down and right because I mean the announcers were even calling it. They're like, yeah, he's got it. Yeah. He's got They're you know Kyle, it. Kyle Larson, you know, making his you know adding his name to the history books. And all of a sudden, yeah. oh, Kyle Larson's in the wall. Kyle, you know, I thought, wow, guys, like that's not egg on the face. But I, I, I just want to note, like you did, Patrick, great racing. And usually Pocono, for me at least as a fan, is a bit more of a snooze fest. Yeah, it, it, it can be. Like the second the second race on Sunday, like it, it, it was a bit of a snooze fest. But the Saturday race was very, very entertaining, especially like, like, um, Kozlowski trying to make that move on 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 Custer there, thinking he was gonna go try to block the line, and Kozlowski went all the way down to the to the third lane, and that wasn't the case. He only went to the second, and they connected. Not intentionally, oh. it was just miscommunication, but but stuff like that, like that was it was interesting. Yeah, like I, I definitely. Uh... I definitely thought that, that that Saturday race, like, and you know, it's good to see a double header. I know IndyCar has done this before. It was really neat because, and as much as I love the Xfinity series, it was neat to see the cup guys go back to back, you know, really like a back to back sort of a feature and then a, a, a second or a, whatever you want to call it. But it was neat to see a back to back set of races at the same track. Uh, allowed guys to figure out some stuff on the Saturday, and then if it didn't work on the Saturday, boom, they were bringing it back in for the Sunday and seeing what they could do. And with Sunday, I mean, good to see Kyle Busch get the the win. I think that team uh, definitely needed that, just a little shot in the arm, uh, show that uh, Gibbs can still maybe give Hendrick a run for this championship. I do think, though, it is Hendrick's championship to lose. I'm not sure... uh, Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure on your, your thoughts there on that. I mean, Kyle Larson finishing second on the Sunday. So, I mean, I, I think Kyle Larson is ultimately going to be the one that is going to be the uh, odds on favorite for this championship. Would you agree? Or I, I, I agree. I think uh, another sleeper is uh, Bowman, to be honest. Okay. See, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I see Bowman like how I, I, I know he, I, I think he's in good equipment, which obviously helps, but I do, I do wonder is, are we going to see him buckle? You know, the pressure starts him out going towards the championship and with that, like, I'm, I'm the one I'm really concerned about, or is I never saw coming, is Kevin Harvick having this much of a struggle. I know yeah, Haas Racing has really sort of struggled to find uh, speed this season, and and just you look at last year how how much speed they seem to carry, and how much success between them and Gibbs. I really uh, I do wonder, you know. And another, and another one is Hamlin as well. Like he's Hamlin, yeah. Ham, Hamlin's really stud or struggled, I should say. Sorry. I have to think that he's probably feeling a little bit of stress now being a new owner of 2311 with Michael Jordan there. Like I, I've got to imagine that adds to his, his mental load. You know, he's out there racing. And I mean, as much as he's focused on what he has to do for the 11 car, I'm sure that, you know, in his head, he's also thinking about, okay, how's Bubba running? How's that car doing? And then just with everything else going on off the track in terms of the business side of it, I'm sure that probably weighs on him, but I know Gibbs as a whole has seen to struggle a little bit with the speed this season that they seem to really have last season. But, you know, you got to look at that. Martin Truex has a couple wins now. Kyle Busch has obviously, uh, you know, yeah, Kyle. And to see, I was just going to say like, to not see Kyle in the the chase, um, it wouldn't even be a chase. Let's be honest. Right. You got to have Kyle in there. Some of the big names you just have to, and that's not to uh, take away from, 
and Michael McDowell or anyone else that has already made their way into the chase. But uh, Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, these guys are going to be really the ones that are going to likely go very deep into the chase and then thus make it interesting. And I'll, I'll, I'll go back to Bowman. The only reason why I think Bowman might be a favorite is because it's the second time that he's been there, but something has happened. At Richmond, he, he uh, I believe it was Truex leading the race, or it was Truex or Bush, I can't remember who, but he, a late caution came out, and he he went, and he, he had the, I think he had five, five laps newer tires. He didn't well, fit, and he, he took advantage of it. Well, I mean, what what's the phrase, like, I'll take luck over talent anytime or something like that? There's a phrase, something about that, about, about in terms of racing, sometimes luck is on your side, and if, if Lady Luck is there, you take her to the dance over talent anytime or something. I, I've heard racers talk about it. <laughs> it's something stupid, but just, I, you know, sometimes, as Bowman said, you know, he'll take it. So I will uh, pass off to Alex Bowman, Kyle Busch, taking the wins there in Pocono. I know that this uh, coming uh, week, we are going to the was it the Road of Americas? Yes, that's going to be a, a. I'm looking forward to the road course. I'm really pleased to see the way that NASCAR has started returning more to some of their road course routes. I say routes. I mean, they've always been obviously oval and short track and such, but to see them getting back to some of the the road course stuff and, and when I say routes, is because you had like guys like AJ Foyt, some of these these drivers that would come over from various series and they would jump on the road course and just be tearing it up. And I think it makes it fun, right? It makes it interesting. I like seeing these cars, the big heavy cars slug it out around the bends and the turns uh, road of America there. We, you know, we got was it 13, 14 turns. I do believe it's going to be great. It's going to be, you know, it's, I always love the post-race. I don't want to say interactions because they're never really interactions. The teams are usually there pretty good about keeping them separated. But generally, you always know there's going to be something. There's going to be a scuffle. There's going to be someone's going to you know, feel their feathers were ruffled a little bit or you got into me too much. I'm looking forward to this, and hopefully you guys are too. Another thing is, is I think this is the first time I could be wrong, but in my time watching NASCAR, the July 4th weekend, not at Daytona. Yep, I was just going to say that. Pepsi 400. Yep. It's, it's going to be interesting. But you know what? No, I sometimes think that there's nothing wrong with a bit of change, right? And just like finally, uh, finally, like John there, you know, shaving his bush off, that uh, everyone likes a little bit of change, right? So. <laughs> Hashtag Donna. <laughs> but no, I, it, it is going to be different. I'm sure. Uh, are, are you going to the Road of America, Pat? Because I know you, you probably used to go like to Daytona, being right there. No, no, not, 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 not. I, I wish I could, but I can't this time. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's going to be good, something uh, different. But I, I know that yeah, they are usually in Daytona. But I, like I say, honestly, I'm okay with seeing a different race, just something different. But I will miss watching them run under the lights. I will say that much, and all the special paint schemes and everything that went along with it. But uh, Road of America, folks, uh, 2:30 p.m. Sun, yeah, Sunday, July 4th. So make sure you tune into that. I never knew and, there was uh, a hybrid be- between Saturday and Sunday. What are you were really like, Sunday? Uh, <laughs> I, just, I just searched my words there, John. You searched my words. Oh, man. Um, and, folks, before we wrap this up, I just want to quickly uh, mention here, uh, Patrick and I have been talking about the last couple of days, Trackhouse Racing to acquire Ganassi. Yeah, that, is. that is 
I, as a fan, did not see that coming. I did not realize Chip Ganassi was looking to get out of NASCAR. Uh, I was a little bit dumbfounded, to be honest. And, and not that I didn't expect Trackhouse to pick up a second car charter or look to pick up, expand to a second car team. They made no secret about that. It just, this all of a sudden really adds to the, the silly season drama. And we have talked about silly season in the past. And if you are new to uh, MoFo's Raw Gas, basically the silly season guys and girls is basically where it's the, the trading season or the, you know, whatever you want to call it in whatever sport, but basically where there's free agency among drivers. They start moving, start exploring, talking to other teams, uh, guys and girls that are on the move to see where they will end up next season. So, uh, Patrick, just curious your thoughts then on this. Uh, I I was completely shocked um, that that he he sold the team. Like I I just went I woke up I lo- went online and first thing I saw was Chip Ganassi sells entire team to uh, Trackhouse Racing, which was very like nobody saw that one coming. Well, that that, uh, was, that that was like probably the I I usually would say like the worst best kept secret in NASCAR, i.e the Brad Kozlowski, you know, becoming a partial owner over there at, at Roche Fenway Racing. But this seems exactly. to be like one of the quite literally best kept secrets. I, I just, I was honestly dumbfounded when I, when I heard that Ganassi was selling off and it, it's going to yeah. be interesting. I just, I'm not sure where your, your thoughts are in terms of where Kurt Busch is going to fall in all this. Well, well, I have also read as well that, that Trackhouse acquired both teams from Ganassi. Yes, so, I've heard that. Yeah. So that would mean that'll be a three car team. So I've been I was reading more into it. It looks like they're gonna sell off one of the teams to Well yeah, because um, I heard they eleven. I heard they were only gonna end up running a two car team and they've they're already mentioned a, Justin Marks has already two. said Daniel Suarez is gonna be in one of those two cars, which ultimately leads then you know, two drivers and only one's gonna be able to go to the dance. And I can personally see yeah. If I did that, I, I see Kurt Busch going over to 2311, bringing mentorship, bringing a big name like Monster Energy as a possibility. Who knows? But that's where I, I could see it going. You got names like Michael Jordan, Mendelssohn. You got Monster Energy. How, how do you turn that back, right? That, that seems like a team going for, forward. I think Kurt in good equipment, not to say that Ganassi is bad equipment, but they just seem to not have the speed this season. I, I think Kurt still brings a lot to the table. Another couple seasons, seems healthy. Generally, he runs well if the car holds together and performs well. I think Kurt is a valuable asset, and I think he would benefit 2311 racing. I, I, I agree. Um, I think uh, Trackhouse will sell one of their those teams to 2311, and we will hear some- Probably in the next couple of weeks um, that they will have a second car. Well, I mean, and you got to remember everyone out there is that NASCAR, like we're going into the next gen race car next season. So all these chassis that they are currently running are going to be basically scrapped, unfortunately, but that's just the way it is. So if you're looking at it from, oh, well, these teams will be able to use, you know, these other chassis and they'll be able to, no. So every team is going to be building new, or be given, I guess, or however it works, spec chassis, right? I, to believe make the, the, I believe the chassis are going to be given from NASCAR to the team. And, and, that's, and, that, team. and that's my understanding, and then they prep them to Yes, so to they'll, purchase them the, they'll purchase them off NASCAR. NASCAR sends it to them. Spec, they're not allowed to alter it whatsoever. Um. And then they go to go go like that. 
and start building around that. You know, and I'll close off with this thought is that you say that they won't be able to alter them in any capacity. I just want to highlight, folks, it's racing. There has always been gamesmanship. It's just a matter of how long the game takes to catch up to the new chassis. There will be, there's going to be, you got engineers that are going to be crawling all over these things, trying to find little ways to manipulate, add speed, and that's what's going to really make it interesting. But uh, we certainly will continue to follow these developing storylines for y'all, and we appreciate you listening. And uh, Patrick, we appreciate you, uh, as always, following the show, coming on board with us again to uh, do another segment. You make sure that uh, you and the family, everyone down there, stay safe, okay? And uh, our thoughts and hearts go out to the uh, victims there in that uh, collapse there down in Florida, bud. Thank you, sir. Always bring on. Folks, we appreciate you listening to another episode of MoFo's Raw Gas. I uh, continue to uh, do what I do to uh, bring this to your... uh, listening pleasure and entertainment always feel free to reach out to me at motorsports mofo on instagram and i will do my best to respond to you in a timely manner and i'll take any uh and all hate mail love mail whatever you're going to send me appreciate you folks definitely once again folks thank you for listening before we cap this bad boy off don't forget nobody likes a dirty bush go to smoothmyballs.com forward slash go deep and use the code word go deep all one word, get yourself 15% off of the shaver. Trust me, you won't regret it. Also, we have our gear at the Spring Store. New stuff will be arriving shortly. Uh, If you like it, buy it, wear it, take a picture of it, put it on Instagram or Facebook or any of those forms of social media and tag us. Hashtag Go Deep Podcast. Folks, once again, thank you very much. A wise person once told me, nobody likes a tip, so that's why we go deep. Welcome back to the world-famous GDP Go Deep, the podcast, where we share our opinions like we have a clue. You can find us on most forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Thank you again for your support, and remember, always go deep.